0: Hi, welcome everyone to another episode of It's Your Turn Time. And this time around, we're kicking things off with episode one of season two. My name is Carla Sanchez, and I'm the director of communications at Harbor Trucking Association. I took a hiatus. I became a mom of a little girl, um, and I'm very happy to be back. I have a special guest today. Um, Quiero darle la bienvenida a Daniel Acosta. Uh, he's an esteemed member of the trucking community, and I know that many of you know him. Um, let me bring him on. Hola, Daniel, hey. ¿cómo estás?
1: Hi, Carla, how are you? Hola, buenas tardes.
0: Muy bien. Eh, ta qué gusto tenerte aquí. Ya, ya tenía mucho queriéndote tener en mi, en mi podcast, y qué bien que ya se hizo. <laughs> Por hey, fin.
1: Finalmente ya se pudo hacer, no ya
0: dejamos un poco de tiempo, no pero estamos, eh? we're here. Así es. Perfect. Well, let's kick it off. Um, let's uh, start with the pre-gate questions. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got started in the trucking industry?
1: Yeah, definitely. Well, well, like I said, as you already introduced me, like I said, my name is Daniel Acosta and I'm a permit specialist here at Advanced Registration Services and uh, you know, I'm also an admin in one of the Facebook groups that's out there here in the Harbor area, in LA and L.A. and Long Beach area, uh, which is LA and LB Port Drivers, right? And um, basically, um, I love this industry. You know, I've been in it since I was 17 and I haven't gotten out of it. You know, if I have been in it, doing other things that obviously I've worn different shoes at different times, right? So I've kind of gotten used to being, you know, doing one thing and then doing another and then just kind of, you know, getting to know the industry in itself. Because as it is, the industry is, is a huge industry, right? It's just not just one specific thing. It's several different pieces that make up the whole, right? So, you know. Of course.
0: Wow. So you started um, in the industry at 17. Um, how did, What was your job? Were you a truck driver, a dispatcher?
1: Uh, when I first got started, I was actually a mechanic, believe it or not. I started off as a, as a technician working on trucks. You know, back then when I first got started, there was a a special, uh, you know, aftermarket product that came out to try to help alleviate, you know, the fuel cost. Uh, It was like, I guess what you would call a swamp cooler, you know, so it was like an AC unit that was adapted to the trucks. that would use electricity and water uh, instead of having the engine running. Uh, That was one of the products. And then the second product that that company offered that I was installing going around uh, was an automatic tire inflation system right so it was you see it a lot in mexico and other parts of the central america so it's called Vigia. you know it basically mm-hmm. what it does it, it it automatically inflates the tires as soon as it starts losing pressure so you know getting to know that you know i got to be on the inside of the trucks under the trucks work on buses work on tractors trailers you know anything that needed we could adapt it it, could, it kind of retrofitted to it
0: Wow. Very interesting. So, you know, the inside of a truck, the outside of a truck, you know what it is to be a driver as well, right? You, you drove.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Because part of, part of the, part of the, you know, of the business was that we needed to move the trucks around. Right. So at some point I had to learn how to drive, you know, a 10 speed and automatic, you know, to be able to move around the yard. So at some point I just kind of picked it up, you know, And then uh, there was a point where I had my own trucks that I had working at the port before 2007, before all the regulations came out. Uh, So I would go maintenance myself because uh, while I was working with that company, uh, it was inside of a mechanic yard, right? So during the time off when there was no trucks to work on, I kind of, you know, me as curiosity has always been hands-on with things, right? So... I like working with my hands, working on, with, like, you know, just mechanics, especially, you know, during high school, you know, working auto body shops and working at uh, different other locations, you know, doing side jobs, you know, I got to know mechanics. So I kind of being stuck with them there, I was like, oh, well, I'm going to learn something. So
0: yeah. pretty much
1: had me assisting them, right? So taking differentials apart, doing in-motor, in you know, overhauls. So I really got to know what a diesel engine was, right? So I got to know the internal. So just like a car. I learned how to do all the maintenance on it. And
0: after that, it was just kind of grew from there. Do you do any mechanical uh, things nowadays or? Yeah,
1: just on my personal vehicles or yeah. one, of one of my business partners, you know, this uh, truck is outside and something's leaking or he doesn't feel something's dry. I'll go out there and check it out, you know. But uh, nowadays, all the newer trucks are more modernized. you got to plug them into a computer now to get the the, the information from it. It's not like the old 60 Series Cummings or the first ISXs that that were out there. Uh, Even the Caterpillars were a lot more simpler to work on than they are now.
0: I bet. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Nothing like the good old days. Right. And did you have a mentor when you started your journey as a trucker, or did you have to learn how to take care of business on your own?
1: Um, Honestly, at the end of the day, I ended up just, I kind of got thrown into this, right? I had to work, you know, at that age, at 17, I had my first child, right? So I really didn't have an opportunity to actually go to school to learn anything much after that, because I was just like, all right, become a parent and got to go to work, got to pay bills, got to pay diapers, and, you know, I kind of got thrown into it, right? So I'm glad it it happened the way it happened, you know, um, it it was a life-changing experience for me to kind of go through the cycles of everything. and and learn what I did, right? Because all those pieces and the things that I went through has helped me now in the position that I'm at.
0: Perfect. And um, as a driver, um, how important was it to be a part of a community of drivers?
1: Well, you know, um, when it comes to being a driver, right? Because I never fully became a driver to actually drive for somebody and work for somebody, but I did pretty much we were, were around them 24/7, right? So whether they were coming in for maintenance, coming in to install the unit, you know, just talking to them, getting involved with them, just me as curiosity would ask questions, right? There's things that I fully didn't understand about certain things the way the industry was. So as curiosity grew, you know, so um, did my my mentality to want to know more about it, right? So you know, once I started driving and understanding that they, you know these trucks, you know, you just can't go fast, anymore, right? No matter how fast you change it you know, they're not going to pick up speed like a car does, right? So just those little things that, that you know, transitioning, how to go from lower, low gear to high gear, you know, uh, at some point it was like, all right, well, this is cool. I like it. You know, I could do it, but I don't know if I would be a trucker myself, right? So uh, later on in the future, that's where, you know, I bought my own trucks, You know, I had them working at the ports, leased onto a company before. So that was, that was the simplest way. I, I got as close as I did to actually you know, owning my own and driving my own.
0: The reason why I ask is because I know that you have a Facebook group, L A L B Port Drivers. In um, yep. this, this is a virtual community um, that uh, you have created and, and are the leader of, and it's yeah, been of, very one well. One of them. Yeah, one of them. Um, and and I know that you've had much success. Um, what do you think has been the key to your success?
1: Well, I guess, uh, I think the major key was being able to understand the drivers because I was at that level, right? I was a business owner. I did own my own truck, right? Uh, I did my own maintenance. So I understood, you know, wearing the different shoes that I have so far in this industry has taken me to that point where, okay, he can explain something to me. We can be talking about it and we meet at the same level, right? Why? Because I've been there or I've experienced it, or I've, I've learned from, from my elders, right, that they have gone through it, you know, and learned from their mistakes, right? It's, it's kind of hard sometimes as an individual or as a person ourselves to learn from other people's mistakes. But I think uh, just going through it, going through the cycles of, of being in the industry has, has definitely helped me out to understand and meet at the driver level, especially with, at the position that I am now, and, and being able to communicate different information to these drivers. You know, I, I it gets to a point where I feel that a lot of people are scared to ask questions. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they ask questions within themselves, right? But you know, one thing may be what one person says, and then the other person may know another thing, and they just either contradict themselves or it's not the correct information. So I've always felt that educating and, and being out there and being liberal with people, so asking questions and giving the correct answers. You know, I've always felt that, you know, if I'm going to give advice, I'm gonna make sure that the advice is correct. So I do my own homework, you know, I'm constantly, you know, showing up at webinars, I'm constantly pulling information off the internet of the new laws that are coming out, especially that, you know, I am a compliance officer as well. You know, I need to make sure that the companies that that pretty much I control are are in good standing as well.
0: Yes, of course. And speaking of compliance, um, can you tell our listeners a little bit about uh, your company, which you're the CEO of? um advanced registration services Um, advanced registration services is is actually also a partner of one of our programs the trucker advantage program Um, so yeah tell us tell us how you got started in that business and what is it that you do to help the drayage community
1: yeah well like i said going back to the beginning right uh, that's where everything kind of put me in the position that i'm in right so you know, it's been what 23 years now that I've been in the industry, and I'm not to say my my age or anything, but um, yeah, it's been about 23 years stepping foot into this industry, and it, it's been pretty much the only real industry that I really know and and actually felt part of, right? And I've had jobs, you know, since I was 15, but that was all just seasonal jobs, you know, working through you know high school, working through intermediate school, just to make some, some extra money, right? I don't, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, right? So. I've always had that ambition to want more and get more and, 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 go, and go get it. I've been a go-getter my whole life. Um, and then now, well, what I do now when it comes to advanced registration, being a permit specialist, I would consider myself and also the CEO, uh, what's been about 18 years since I've been doing it now, I believe. So it's 18 okay. years, you know, making trucking companies basically is what I consider it, you know. I get people to come into this industry all the time, saying, "Hey, I want to get into it. What do I need, or what are the perks, or what do I expect?" You know, so pretty much, I guide them from the beginning, right? I feel that people need to kind of get the the whole picture, right, not just pieces of it. So I kind of we take it in steps, but I give it to them all in one shot and let them know, okay, this is this is the steps that we got to take to get to their end goal, right? So at the end of the day, in this transportation industry, there is so many avenues in it right? You know, working at the stores, working locally, working out of state, hazmat, overweight, everything's got its own direction and its own set of regulations as well. So, I, I kind of feel that, you know, here at Advanced Registration, we, we offer that service, right? We go above and beyond for our clients and, and not just say, hey, we'll get you started and here you go, you're on your own. You know, we go above and beyond that and still keep you in compliance, you know, constantly reminders and, and just kind of keep keep the flow going, right? So, as things change you know when, when i run into time for renewal with a certain permit i'll ask certain questions to kind of pick their brain because at the end of the day sometimes people need that right some people need to be able to pick their brain ask a certain question so it brings out another uh, yeah. and then where i kind of throw in okay this is what's coming you know, be aware of it so that you kind of see you know you see it coming people say you know i see it coming but i don't know when it's going to get here right so yeah. i kind of they kind of prepare them for this. So that they don't get it, they don't have it all as a surprise last minute.
0: And for you personally, what motivated you to become a business owner? Because part of your job is to set up an LLC or corporation for these guys, right? right? Um, right. Como es que los inspiras a, a tomar ese paso en, en sus vidas de convertirse en, en dueño? operador, dueño
1: de, de una empresa, vaya. Este ya yeah. yeah, well, well, el, el el paso inicial, you ¿no? Know, aquí lo que hacemos prácticamente es el cliente ya cuando llega o ya cuando empieza a hacer preguntas es porque tiene curiosidad, you ¿no? Know? A veces es, es preguntarle varias preguntas de lo que más o menos ya para saber de dónde van o a dónde lo que quieren, you ¿no? Know? Uh-huh. Ya está viendo más o menos qué es su Su, su meta, de ahí ya puedo más o menos programarlo, es decir, en ciertos pasos para llegar a ese meta, ¿me ¿entiendes? Y pues trabajando juntos, ¿no? Porque muchos drivers son nuevos, ¿no? De que ellos siempre fueron, ¿no? Dueños de su camión, pero lo tenían listo con una compañía. Y pues ahí la compañía se encargaba de todo lo que era el papelero, ellos nomás, ¿no? Llegaban prendían la llave y vamos a trabajar, regresaba entregando papeles y ahí esperábamos su cheque el viernes. Y ya como ya se han puesto de moda, puedes decir de que muchas compañías ya están pidiendo y prácticamente exigiendo que ya sea su propio dueño operador. ¿sí, no? Esa palabra dueño operador para mí ha sido ¿sí, no? tirada por, la, por el piso, puedes decir. ¿sí, no? La época la definición de un dueño operador es ¿sí, no? siendo dueño de su propio camión. Teniendo su propia póliza y teniendo su propio... Para mí eso es un bello uh-huh. que hace sus propias decisiones. ¿no? Y pues sí, es mucha responsabilidad eventualmente ya tener todos tus propios permisos, porque ahora le toca a uno hacer las decisiones, hacer todos los papeleros, asegurar que todo esté en orden, más que nada porque pues el, el Departamento de Transportación y el CHP pues se tienen la lupa Constantemente yeah, yeah. ellos exigen mucho. ¿no? Y para uno puede ser muy... muy muy pesados para uno, que no están acostumbrados a estar en esa posición de la presión, pero hay gente que sí se adapta de volada, ¿sí? y más que nada, pues ahí estamos para ellos, para ayudarles, contestarles cualquier pregunta que tengan, a cualquier necesidad, ahí estamos para ellos, y se sienten se sienten confiables de que pues, la información que le estamos dando es, es real. ¿sí?
0: Claro que sí, y aquí tengo en la pantalla ahorita eh, los números de teléfono, bueno, el número de teléfono donde puede llamar, si usted eh, quiere convertirse en dueño operador, y aquí está la dirección también. Um, So yeah, just just give Daniel a call um, and and he can help you step by step. Um, Well, Daniel, um, how does advanced registration help someone who wants to become independent? Um, What's the first thing that you do? Uh, We talked about um, you picking the brains uh, to see, you know, where they see their future. Um, I know in past conversations with you, you've told me that it's very different um, it, when somebody decides to get an LLC versus an S corp. Um, can you tell us a little bit uh, more about that?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, uh, like I said, going back to picking their brain. At the end of the day, it, it's finding out what it is they need, right? Um, in most cases, sometimes if they're working for a company right now, at least, and then the company is saying, hey. You have to make that transition. Then it's it's finding out what that company needs from them, right? So it's basically at the end of the day, it's whatever they want is what we get them, and, and then to, to be able to you know comply for what they what they need, right? For what the company's asking for, which the majority of the time it's it's the permit, their own insurance, and then their own either LLC or corporation, right? So during the transition between you know starting at 17 and and then getting to become you know an, a permit specialist. Uh, I did work inside a lawyer's office, right? So, which was a, a truck uh, attorney, right? So he was a trucker, a trucker's attorney, he would call himself. You know, rest in peace, Gary. You know, unfortunately, he died already. But uh, I learned a lot from him. You know, just being in his office, just hearing the the conversations that he would have, and and then just me asking questions, just just being curious, like, hey, why why is this? What's the difference between a corporation and an LLC? So. Him, he, he, had, he's already, well, he did it for like 40-something years being a, a trucker attorney, right? So he, he, he came across quite a bit of complications, right, in his time. He's saying a lot of situations. Lawyers obviously see so many different cases. So he, he kind of gave me the, 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 the breakdown and pretty much gave me the crash course uh, of what it is to be, be, be an LLC and then be a, be a corporation, right? So that kind of structured me having in my head, okay, what will work for something, you know? So that's okay. like picking your brain, asking the right questions would definitely be you know, like, all right, well, you know what, this is what the route that you gotta take because of this situation, right? And the case that, hey, this is, you're the only driver, you don't have any drivers, then this is gonna be your avenue that you're gonna take. You know, and then um, at some point, you know, when I started my own company back in 2016, right? After working, you know, almost 16, 14 years for, you know, 14 or 16 years for a company myself, right? As an employee, Basically learning all this that I do now, um, it became where, okay, now i got to do it on my own. What else can I do to offer, right? So mm-hmm. I started studying taxes, right? Because obviously creating a corporation, it comes with the questions of what taxes, how do I file my taxes, what I got to do, what my tax returns, or, you know, so studying the taxes, right? Because eventually I was like, all right, well, I'm going to do registration. What else can I offer, right? The, the number one thing would probably would have been truck insurance. But at the end of the day, I was like, hmm, do I really want to get into that? I probably should have. But at the end of the day, I'm happy where I'm at working with third parties, which is, you know, may, has grown my business that way. So you know, learning taxes, again, going back to that, understanding what the structures are of an LLC and the structures of an incorporation. I'm able to sell that to them and, and pretty much almost advise them what will work for them. And then at the end of the day, like, hey, you got to talk to your tax guy. He's the one that's going to, you know, do all your reporting because I don't do it. So make sure, you know, you get in contact with him as well.
0: And for those who are listening us via Spotify or Google podcast, um, just want to repeat the phone number um, where you can contact Daniel. It's five, six, two, three, nine, five, four, five, three, five. So that's 562-395-4535. And he can help you out. His office is located at 1700 Santa Fe Avenue, Suite 301, Long Beach, California. Um, I wanna kind of like touch base back to um, our partnership with the Trucker Advantage Program. So you've been our partner for at least four or five years since, since the creation of the Trucker Advantage Program um to all our listeners you can join the membership uh right now by going to www.harbortruckers.org and create an account for free daniel costa he is our concierge so you can call him and he'll be able to help you out um, with the uh with any questions that you have regarding compliance and regulatory services um, as well as if you need uh, additional help um, on the website. So, yeah, Trucker Advantage Program—it's a great opportunity. We designed it. Uh, we designed this program specifically for owner operators and independent contractors. So, you get all serv- all services on there are discounted. Um, so, thank you, Daniel. <laughs> no, <laughs> thank no, you. For-
1: I, it's actually been a pleasure being part of the HDA. You know. It's really, really opened up more doors and avenues in my profession itself, getting to know, you know, the actual business owners of these companies, right, and getting their perspective on it and their points of view and just being able to attend all the different uh, events that the HTA puts together throughout the year, right? unfortunately, during the pandemic, it's kind of slowed it down a little bit, but I think we're finally getting out of that. We're
0: back up and running.
1: Yeah, yeah. Everybody's seeing the light at the end of the tunnel now, right, that it's starting to pick up you know, take off uh, certain, you know, limitations of what it can and can't do, right? But, but yeah, definitely it's been a it's been a pleasure being part of the HTA, like I said, you know, uh, being an actual concierge service, you know, I am able to help you with any of the services that are available uh, on the HTA, uh, you know. Platform, trucker, yeah. There's, there's a trucker platform, the a TAP program, right? Trucker yes. Advantage program, right? Which offers more than just what I do, right? Uh, I'm just a compliance division of it, a permitting service, I guess you would say. We also have insurance. We also have people that do taxes. We got you know fuel programs. There's there's there's, quite, there's quite a bit. Yeah, definitely. There's quite a bit of list, and it's constantly growing, right? So it, it, it's things that that you know the HTA is put together for truck drivers, where it, it could be like a one-stop shop, right? So to make it fairly easier, right? And then you know uh, some people are just like, hey, where do I go? What do I do? You know, I've been able to put all my all my tools, right? Because there's obviously things that I can't do here personally but I definitely have my my tools on the side that I can definitely recommend and put together. HCA has done a perfect job of putting that together. you know, And it's grown over the years, you know, and definitely uh, I hope that more members join, you know, definitely yes. take advantage of that. You know, definitely, you know, like I said, Carlos said, it's for free. You know, if you have any trouble definitely signing up, uh, I can definitely help you out, you know, or any questions you have about the program, I'm there to
0: answer them for you. Thank you. Um, And I want to thank you also for uh, wearing an HTA t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Looking good, representing. (laughs) I should have worn mine, so we could have uh, been twins. Yeah,
1: there you go. Well, when they see us at events, they already know.
0: Of course. Well, um, let's go to our Outgate questions. Um, I wanted to uh, ask you if you could go back in time and give yourself one piece of advice, what would you tell yourself?
1: Hmm, good question. Probably um, probably just start my business sooner, right? I guess taking that first leap of faith, and obviously, with any type of business that you open or any type of risk that's out there, you know, I think as human beings, we're always hesitant to do it. I think I would have told myself back then, hey, take the risk. It wasn't going to cost you anything at the end of the day, right? But I think I, I should have taken the decision sooner than I, what I did, to be honest with you. You know, I can't say that I had a real bad experience of where I was at. Honestly, I was comfortable to a certain point, you know, until the management restructured and, and things changed. And it was like, hey, well, where's where's my opinion in all this, right? I, I'm the one that's gone through everything through here because I'm the one that opened the department from the beginning, right? And I've seen so many people come and go, and I'm the last one there. I'm like, okay, well, You know, where's my opinion on all this? You know, so I kind of felt disappreciated when that happened. And after that, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to do it on my own. That was just kind of the push that I needed in the position that I got into. So I was like, all right, I can do it. I'm going to do it. And then luckily I had my wife that was behind me and my my family that was behind me. And and even my same clients that I had personal relationships with, you know, throughout the years, like, hey, why don't you do it on your own? Why don't you do open up your own? Yeah. I was comfortable. To be honest with you, I, I was. I just settled, you know, like most people do. You know, I paid the bills. I went did what I had to do, you know, and, and that was it, you know, at the end of the day. But definitely I would have maybe a, maybe another five years sooner would have definitely – I probably would have been in a better position than I am now. But, hey, it happened for a reason the way it happened. You know, I don't question God why he did it. I just, you know, thank God it happened the way it did and that I'm in the position that I am now. So. Nah, what So
0: What is the saying they say? Never – never uh late than ever
1: yeah better yeah, better, better late than Very ever right but it's okay you know. like i said i guess i had to go through the cycles right because like yeah. in the industry I've, I've done several things right uh there was a point too within that transition of when i was 17 to where i started working doing permits you know i also worked at truck magazine right so that's one of the major uh, magazines that's out here in this area that promotes different businesses stuff like that and that was a big help as well right getting into the industry uh hanging out with with laura machuca and and her family and it was a family-owned business you know uh opened up a lot more doors too to understand even more about the business right so you know getting to go around with her and being introduced to a lot of different business owners and like i said just going through the cycles of it has definitely helped me in the position that i am now to where okay, I can see it from my end. I can see it from their end, and then I can also see it from the government's end, right? Because I know what they're expecting from from the customers, right? So it, it I kind of get all the points of views. Like I said, I've worn different shoes, that you know. So <laughs> I feel that that I can, you know, correctly educate and I can correctly guide people in a certain in a certain direction if needed. Uh, but at the end of the day, hey, they have more experience driving. So hey, I leave that to the professionals, right? It's like. I'm not going to go in there and change a tire. You know, I probably could, but I'm probably going to struggle compared to somebody that's a professional to do it. He's going to come in 10, 15 minutes later, he's done. Right. So leave it to the (laughs) professional.
0: Let's leave it to the professionals. And what advice would you give a person who is planning to become an owner operator today? Uh, Basically ask
1: questions, you know, ask questions, at least to a professional. You're going to definitely gonna ask questions to your friends, You know, ask ask personal questions. You know, you got to understand that, you know, the struggles that you're going to go through, somebody else has already gone through them, right? So why not get their opinion on it, right, and see what it is? Do your homework on it, right? Understand what you're getting into, right? And at the end of the day, make a decision of what your end goal is going to be, right? So that will make it a lot more easier for you, right? Because you may start off in a certain way, and if you get there, you may become, you know, professional about it, and you may get it to the point where, okay, I already know everything that I need to know about it. But at the end of the day, like I said, this industry is so, has so many different avenues, you may start off in a certain way, but at the end of the day, you may end up changing your opinion. So keep your options open, you know, uh, of the way that things kind of flow with it and just kind of go with it, right? Fortunately, the regulations are constantly changing, right? There's always, you know, the ARB is coming out with more regulation. The port comes out with other their regulations, CHP, DOT, FMCSA. Uh, unfortunately in this industry there's so many different government agencies involved in it you know it's not just like one-stop shop okay you go to one place and they take care of everything it it doesn't I have several licenses with different departments so you know we have to understand all all the compliance about it so once once you get into it you understand it and you kind of go through it you kind of learn from it right so it's just a learning process with this industry and you know, I encourage people to become owner-operators at the end of the day, right? Because who doesn't want to be their own boss, right? Exactly. You know, who doesn't want to be able to, you know, take a day off and not have to worry about, you know, somebody else looking bad at them or put you or blacklist you, like they say, right, for not showing up for work or, or you know, you know, there's so many different things, you know. So, I encourage people to do it, you know. I understand it, it's a it's a big risk, you know. It's a lot of investment, too, as well, right? So, it may, it may kind of hit you where it hurts in the pocket, right? But... At the end of the day, it's a big payoff at the end, you know. And, and so far, I see more people coming into the business and they're getting out of it, right? So people that are getting out of it, they've, they've been through it 30, 35 years, 40 years, right? They're at their age of retirement, so it's understandable. You know, as people come out, new people come in, right? So just uh, get, 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 get the experience that you want out of it and then make the decision at some point and just go with it.
0: Excellent. Como todo en la vida, es un ciclo well it's been a pleasure speaking with you daniel i'm very happy you were able to join us today um to kick off this second season of it's your turn time and big thanks to everybody uh that has stayed with us till the end listening uh to us talk about becoming an owner operator and the wonderful services that uh, advanced registration uh, can provide uh, to help you on that journey. Um, d- did you want to give any shout outs before we go, Daniel? Yeah, definitely I want to
1: give a shout out to all the admins and uh, our and and lB for drivers you know here we go. Find us there on you- Facebook and Instagram you know definitely we're out there to help you know. And, and, and going back to the theme you know not to throw out too much about the the group or anything but you know being part of the, the la and lb port you know group itself you know uh, uh, creating what you you know becoming it become a nonprofit group as well right has helped a lot it too as well right it, it's helped a lot to actually educate more and get out more information to the drivers you now and that that's pretty much the main goal of la and lb port drivers is to kind of have some type of you know, unity at some point, right, Now without becoming a union as well, right? But just having some type of platform where you can go and get information, see people offering services, see people or drivers, you know, fellow colleagues putting up information, you know, how the ports are doing and, and, you know, like the stuff that I put up and do on my posts, you know, it's always going to be always educational, right? Uh, Where people can at least, if they go on there, they can pull something out of there. Be like, oh man, it's a good thing I didn't go that way. Because, you know, the, that terminal's closed or, you know, that freeway's closed because of an accident. So that's what we try to do. We try to build a community to give back, right? At the end of the day, you know, everything that we get donated to us, all our sponsors, we use that to give it right back to the community, right? To so kind of make you, make everybody feel that they're part of something, especially at the level where, you know, as Hispanics or, or, or just a, as a trucking community itself, you know, being able to communicate in English and Spanish. And have people within the group that understand it and able to explain it, you know, can 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 go above and beyond, you know, part of it. So you're not part of the of the uh, of the group yet. You know, you can find us, like I said, on, on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. You can look us up as LA and LB Port Drivers. Here's the logo, so you kind of get it out there because there has been several other, you know, fake LA and LB Port Drivers, you know, trying to duplicate. But you know, honestly, at the end of the day, we're still number one.
0: Perfecto. Well, don't forget to subscribe to our channel also, um, our YouTube channel, uh, Harbor Trucking Association, and all our social media channels. Um, Until next time, keep on trucking.